and welcome to the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by FanBooster, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice, especially for reporting. I love how detailed we can get with our clients' analytics. So try them out for yourself for free by clicking the link in our show notes. Now, today's episode is for my social media managers out there who are freelancing and running your own business. I'm gonna dive into the six ways and six reasons you should grow your business to an agency. So six reasons you should grow your business to an agency, or at least consider it. And before we kick off those reasons, I want to talk a little bit about my story. So I started my social media business in 2014. I started off freelancing, doing all of the things, literally everything from writing product descriptions to writing blog posts, to writing Facebook posts and more. And, uh, I quickly realized that social media was repeatable um, and it never ends. Nobody wants to do it. I happened to like it at the time and thought it was such a great way to consistently bill, have a monthly repeating billing system with my clients. So seven years later, I have 11 team members, 22 clients. I went from charging $100 a week uh, to some of my clients are now on $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a month packages. And that trajectory took a long time, but it doesn't have to. Because the first thing that I want you to realize when you're going from freelancer to agency is that you don't have to do it alone. The biggest hesitancy for me is that I was trying to do everything myself. I did not want to outsource. In fact, I remember hiring a business coach telling her, I do not want to build an agency. I don't want to manage people. I thought it was going to be way too hard. And let me tell you, it is hard, a different kind of challenge for sure. Um, But I don't feel like I am building a business alone. And for myself, by having the power of my team behind me, we are able to do way more. I can actually take a vacation, y'all, and the things keep going. I remember When I was the first year in business, two big things happened to me to where I kind of was like, maybe I should start hiring people. The first one was January of that year. Um, I got the flu and was in bed for days taking NyQuil, okay, napping, waking up, working on client projects until I didn't feel well anymore, taking more NyQuil and going back to sleep. Like it was intense. And then shortly after that, a few months later, my husband and I took our first vacation um, and it was tough. We went to Dominican Republic. It was my first time ever being there. We bought this beautiful, all-inclusive resort. We got, um, well, we didn't buy the resort. Sorry. We bought access. (laughs) We scraped our money together to get an all-inclusive ticket to go to the Dominican Republic for a week. And the first three days, I could not even relax. I was so stressed out. I was afraid something was going to go terribly wrong and I wouldn't be able to fix it. Just to give you a sense of where we were financially too, I did not want to pay for the Wi-Fi in the room. So I would go down to the hotel lobby with my laptop, And I actually was trying to think if I had a laptop at the time, I think I just had my phone and check emails. I don't even think I had a laptop at the time. That's the situation we're talking about. That was 2015 when that happened. 
Um, that was also the year that I started looking at getting support. I still considered myself a freelancer up until probably 2019 because I really resisted this thought of hiring out a team. But here's something that helped me with that transition, which is I think of myself kind of like a lawyer, kind of like a law practice in structure, because I'm definitely not as smart as a lawyer. But in structure, we're kind of like a law practice in the sense that my name is on the door. So it's online, Drea. That's the name of the business. When you see the marketing, that's who you see. But when you hire, you know, Lawyer Jones, you know that you're hiring all of their team, possibly even their partners, possibly their paralegals, their assistants, all of it. It's not weird, right? That's what I think of when I think about the agency that I've built. It's still very much personality driven. I still handle a lot in the business, but with 11 team members, you're not going to be working with just me. My amazing team is going to be supporting along the way. And this is the part that excites me. This is the part that gets me really curious about the future because it doesn't have to be all me. Even with my name on the door, my team could potentially run things for quite a while. So that's the beauty of having an agency. So if you're a freelancer or social media by yourself, hustling, trying to do all of the things, the first thing I want you to think about is how you can expand your team so that you can, number one, expand your business, but also have some time for yourself. Take some time off, maybe, right? All right. The second thing that you're able to do when you grow your social media business from freelancer to agency is you're actually streamlining your services and packages. And this is also part of what I resisted in the early days because I wanted to be able to be flexible. But what I found is that perceived flexibility made it way more challenging to hire a team and to start delegating some of the uh, resources and some of the tasks that we do inside of our business. And so what I was able to do was streamline our services and packages to get to the point where when a new client comes on board, everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing. This is a relief for you and your team, right? This is a relief for you and your team, but it's also a relief for your clients, Because you have a streamlined service offering, you're actually able to produce better work. You're actually able to deliver with more consistency, more predictability, um, and you're actually able to repeat success for other people. So it's just a really great way to really um, narrow in and get better results out of your business. So when you're thinking about growing from freelancer to agency, one of the benefits is that you're systematizing your services and packages. And that's something that you want to start doing if that's a path for you, which I think it is because you're listening to this podcast episode. All right. The third thing I want you to do and the third thing I want you to think about is really focusing in on a niche, focusing in on a niche. So when you're growing from a social media freelancer to a social media agency, you want to start thinking about who you are serving. Now, I'll tell you this. For years, I did not have a niche. Okay, for years, I didn't have a niche and I would just say that I served everyone. But what I realized is that there is a very particular type of person that I work with. Now, that person may show up in any number of businesses, um, whether it be a life coach, whether it be a natural hair product creator and founder, 
whether it is someone who uh, runs a blog or whether it's someone who is a therapist or whether it's someone who is an activist. I really struggled to narrow down into a niche and I got it wrong a few times. So a lot of my clients have podcasts. So for a while, I narrowed down into working with podcasters, which was really great. Actually, I I focused on that niche for over a year, got some amazing clients and realized that it's not quite the podcast element that makes the niche, but a lot of my clients do happen to have podcasts. And now I focus on passion-led online business owners, typically they're coaches or thought leaders. That is my sweet spot. So what happens is when I get a coach or thought leader, because our niche is focused, we are able to produce really amazing results for them. My team knows exactly what they're supposed to be doing, but also we get so many referrals. Like y'all, I can't even describe how we have become known as this agency that serves people in this specific way because our life coach clients talk to their friends who then come to us. Our thought leader clients talk to their circle of influence who's then come to us because we're known for doing something very specific. It's easy for us to repeat it and it's easy for other people to go, oh, you need Andrea and her team. Okay. So when you're thinking about shifting from being a freelancer to being an agency, start thinking about who you serve. And again, it doesn't have to be a particular industry. It can be a a type of person and be okay with experimenting and exploring for a while as well. You can always change your mind. All right. So the fourth thing that I want you to think about as you're growing from a social media freelancer to an agency is this idea of long-lasting business growth, long-lasting business growth, and really focusing on building a business that will serve you for years to come. And this is something that I've been thinking a lot about this year, actually, 2021, at the time of recording this. We are just coming out of a weird global pandemic that fortunately for our industry kind of exploded things. So we see a lot of growth happening. And I'm thinking about the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 15 years. And I wouldn't want to be writing captions for the next 15 years. And in fact, if I have to do that now, I'm kind of over it, to be honest with you. Um, I love the social media strategy side, but to dig in and actually create content for social media kind of feels a little bit like a drag to me. So I get to actually focus on building a business, which is way more interesting to me than creating social media posts. So I'm able to evolve with my business and learn and grow. I actually was feeling a little bit stagnant in my business um, in 2020 and then massive amounts of growth that happened this year. Like we 3X our revenue in 12 months allowed me to realize there's so much to learn. There's so much still to do. And it may not be on the social media side. It is definitely on the business side. I've invested in leadership coaching and business development coaching. And I can start to see how this is a business I can continue to run for the next 5, 10, 15 plus years. And that's really exciting for me. When you're a freelancer and it all relies on you, you actually are increasing your chances of being burned out. And because everything has to go through you and it relies on you, if you get burned out, that means there is no business. Whereas if I get burned out and I need to take a month off, I can do that. Okay. My team can run everything. All right. 
So the fifth reason that I want you to think about growing and moving away from freelancer and building an agency is that you actually get higher quality clients. Like, I wish I could describe our clients are so freaking dope. Like (laughs) they're really legitimately cool people. And the difference between the clients we're working on now and the clients I worked on as a freelancer is massive. Now I'm not saying you get to skip, hop and jump over the freelancing stage. I do think that there's a time and a place for everything. And I learned so much in being a freelancer, but I stayed there for too long. And I really robbed myself of working with some amazing people. So just to give you an idea, some of our clients right now are famous authors, people who you would know if I said their name, uh, multi-million dollar business owners who are building empires online. We have celebrities, y'all, people who are in movies that you know, people who are in television shows, you've seen them, and they are our clients. And that's because I have the team behind me to deliver amazing results, and I've had the years of experience to be able to repeat those results again and again for different clients. And when you have the agency model, you're able to produce that high level of service to the clients who respect it. So because our clients are freaking amazing, they also have really high expectations, really high but we're able to deliver on those because we have the team to support. We have graphic designers, we have video editors, we have copywriters, we have ad strategists, you know, we have the team to be able to support them. Okay. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about here, the reason that you should consider moving from freelancer to agency is all about them Benjamins. Okay. All about the money. It's about making more money. This is a the, really the number one reason social media managers come to me and want support and mentorship is because they're not making enough. You know, maybe you're charging $500 for all of the services and you can't quite figure out how to get more than three, four clients because those clients are taking all of your time and that's not enough money to raise your family. That's not enough money to have savings. It's not enough money to fix your roof when it leaks. So being able to switch to an agency model, is it scary? Yeah, it's frightening, but you're able to charge more. You're able to have more room for profit and you're able to actually have the room to grow and expand your team and to reinvest back into your business. So this is essentially moving from $500 clients to where I'm at right now, minimum 250, hold on, 2,500. I almost said 250,000. <laughs> Maybe I'm putting this out into the world, manifesting, but no, seriously, in all seriousness, you're moving from $500 clients to $2,500 clients. So that's 2,500. That's the minimum amount required to work with us as an agency for your monthly ongoing service, not including your initial onboarding fee or anything like that. Okay. So with that amount, where I'm able to actually have profit in my business. I'm able to maintain having 11 team members because y'all, my biggest expense is team. 50% of my expenses every single month are team expenses and my salary. 50% every single month. Okay. So right off the bat, 
you've got to be able to charge um, enough to your clients to be able to afford a team like that. And then you can also buy premium tools. You can start investing in, you know, when you have a luxury client, there is an expectation that what you're delivering is luxury as well. So, you know, copying and pasting what the post is going to be in an email won't work anymore when someone's paying you $5,000 a month. You have to be able to present that content in a way that is beautiful and that is engaging with the client. So that's what that looks like. All right. So those are six, six reasons that you should consider growing your social media business from freelancer to agency. And if you're listening to this um, right before June 9th, I am hosting a workshop on June 9th at one o'clock Eastern time. We're diving deeper into these shifts of growing your social media agency. And a lot of these shifts actually start with you as the owner to help you get to the place where you can confidently show up and charge the right amount and get clients to say yes, and then keep those clients for years. Okay. So that workshop is happening on June 9th. But even if you're not showing up for that workshop and you're curious with working with me further, I do offer mentorship services for a small number of people. I keep these very intimate, but I love doing them. Honestly, right now we have more business that we can service and we need more amazing social media agencies out there who can service these clients. So if you're interested in learning about how I mentor social media managers, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you about the opportunity and show you what the sales page looks like and tell you more about my mentorship program, which is fantastic by the way. Um, the last thing I'll leave you with too is we do have episodes. If you scroll back through our archives, we do have episodes with past uh, and current mentees. So if you're curious about what the results could look like for you, uh, definitely scroll back through some of those episodes and look at the, the mentee episodes because those are great as well. Thank you so much for joining me on the Savvy Social Podcast this week. I can't wait till next week. I will see you then. Bye for now.